0: you that her children had demons and they could telepathically speak to each other demons mainly the middle child she had demons and she would speak to her younger sister and tell her to do things telepathically
1: like mind talk
0: yeah they were always separated and she could do it from in her room while her sister was on the other side of the house
1: and the tales of the supernatural don't stop there
0: they did tell me that a demon was like she was lifting up off the bed, like levitating. The
1: claim seems outlandish, but former DHS adoption specialist Jan Wallace supports Chelsea's allegations. So Marcia believed that the girls truly were possessed by demons. Yes. And that she told you the girls wanted the demons inside them. Yes. What did you say? I was pretty floored, (laughs) pretty uh, flabbergasted. I didn't know what to say. Chelsea says Marcia even tried to expel the demons herself.
0: She was kneeling beside the bed, and she had her, like, hands up praying, and at one point she was getting really aggressive and, you know, like shaking the bed, like she was trying to get the demons out.
1: What was she saying?
0: Send these demons back to hell, you know, get them out of my children, cleanse my child.
1: Where was the child, the middle girl, while this prayer and the bed shaking was going on?
0: She was standing on the other side of the bed, Screaming.
1: And when that didn't work, Chelsea says the Harrises brought in some experts, spiritual advisors Hal and Alondra Parks from Birmingham, Alabama.
0: There was a group coming in from Alabama that was supposed to pray over the children and get the demons out as an exorcism, is what they said.
1: When did this exorcism happen?
0: I would say three or four weeks after I started working there. But they did not want me around because if your heart wasn't in the right place, then the demons would attach to you instead.
1: Jan Wallace says she discussed the Parks' visit with Marsha later. Did you ask her, is this an exorcism? Yes. What did she say? She said it was. She told you it was an exorcism? Mm. The Parks denied our request for comment. They have previously confirmed a visit to the Harris House, but denied being involved in any exorcism.
2: How's it going, everybody? Thank you for stepping in and stepping by, saying hi to us once again. This is another video brought to you by Lights Out Radio. I hope everybody's doing blessed. I hope everybody's being blessed. Anyway, so let's jump into this video. This is going to be a story about a representative, former representative out of uh, Arkansas, um, involving... It's a weird story, man. It's It's a really crazy story. It involves rape. It involves exorcisms. I guess it's just a crazy story. So let's just jump right into it, everybody. So an Arkansas politician gave away his two adopted daughters to a rapist. He had an exorcism performed on the children because he believed that they were possessed. Justin Harris, a Republican who sat in the state's House of Representatives, welcomed the girls. Then when he got them, they were two and four into his home in October 2012, right? And legally adopted the girls with his wife in March of 2013. But six months later, they gave them to a man who would go on to rape the older girl. Eric Francis, the head teacher at a Christian school Harris ran, had custody of the children for more than a year before he was arrested for sexual assault. Wow. And Francis, who is now serving a 40-year prison bid, after staying with him, the sisters went to another foster home where they remained. Now, a former babysitter for the Harrises has told the Arkansas Times that the couple believed that the children were possessed by demons and even ordered an exorcism to be performed on them. Chelsea Goldsboro said she was shocked when she arrived to care for the children in late 2012 and found the oldest girl locked away in a room from her sister and the Harrises' three sons. The girl was kept in a separate room because the couple feared she and her sister could communicate telepathically, Goldsboro told the Times. She was told to watch the older child on a monitor linked to a camera in the girl's room and she only went into the room to give the child food or water, she said. Wow. Wow. Good job, and he's the one representing parts of Arkansas, huh? The first night I was over there, I just broke down and cried with this little girl because I just felt so bad for her, said Goldsboro, who is now at college. The couple even organized an exorcism at their house performed by specialists from Alabama, she claimed. The sources told the Times that they had also heard Marcia talk about exorcisms. The exorcism was performed on the two girls while the Harris family waited outside with their sons, Goldsboro said. But the Christian couple who live in West Fork have denied the claims. Of course, why wouldn't they? People, how are you going to lock a girl in a room? Like, what the fuck is wrong with your mental? You know what I mean? What kind of mental incapacity do you have to possess to lock a fucking kid in a room and only go in there to see him when there's food and water? You think they communicate telepathically in their plot? Like, you are fucking nuts. How do you have any right to stand and represent any amount of people, even in Arkansas? Like, it's just ridiculous. Exorcisms and telepathy are not part of the Harris's religious practice, said their attorney, Jennifer Wells, who said they instead followed therapeutic parenting advice from experts by locking them in a room. That's very fucking therapeutic, ain't it? Goldsboro said that she believed the couple ultimately cast out the girls who they say were violent and had behavioral problems. She said, I just don't know if I can handle all of this, the former sitter said. It emerged after reporter Benjamin Hardy learned that Harris had initially adopted the girls while looking at prosecutor documents used in the Francis trial. That's the guy he gave the girls to that raped the older one. After the accusations emerged, Harris initially refused to comment but held a press conference to discuss the matter as he attempted to justify the actions Harris claimed the young girls and their older 8-year-old sister, whom he had took in but did not formally adopt, were threatening to kill his family. Harris said the eldest said she would kill everyone in the family, forcing the family to barricade themselves in a separate room at night. Harris also claimed that one of the girls crushed a family pet to death, further convincing them to get rid of their recently adopted charges. But Cheryl Hart, who cared for the girls before Harris, said she does not recognize the characters Harris has described. So either that is some crazy shit going on, maybe they were possessed or something, or that's just a tall tale spun to cover your psychotic ass, you know what I mean? If they were violent, they were taught violence, she said of the girls. We had a dog, a little bitchone, that they were around all the time and there was never once any issue with her abusing an animal. They thrived in our home, said Hart. She even added that before the Harris's took the girls in, Everyone had warned them against it, but they refused to listen. People had tried to put him off the adoption because the girls who had been sexually abused in their biological mother's home could be aggressive and putting them with the Harris's three boys did not seem wise. I asked them point blank, why would you put your sons through that, Hart said, because the oldest one at the time was aggressive. That's how she learned to get through things in her life. And they knew the middle girl had been sexually assaulted and she would have some anger issues. Despite these warnings, they still went through with taking the girls in, allegedly getting Cecile Blucker, Director of Children and Family Services at DHS, to pull strings to make it happen. But after struggling to cope with the girls, the Harrises landed them over to Eric Francis and his wife in October 2013. It was later reported to the Department of Human Services that Mr. and Mrs. Harris had left the children with another family and had basically abandoned them, Sergeant Kimberly A. Warren said in a police report. The incident was reported to the child abuse hotline, and the children were interviewed. It was during that interview that police learned that the middle girl had been the victim of sexual abuse. While Francis's wife was away on a trip, he raped the girl to help her go to sleep, she claimed. A claim he did not deny. Wow. Sick bastards, man. Gross. There's two things I can't stand, all right? I just, I have no sympathy, no anything towards. It's child molesters and rapists. That's just me personally. That's my opinion. And this is fucking sickening. He's the leader of a Christian school? Get the fuck out of my face. The Times also reported that the Harris family continued to accept adoption subsidy money even after giving the children away. The couple claimed they put the girls in counseling, but it did not help, and that is when they decided to rehome the two. Following the publication of the story, they released a statement through their lawyer, and he's quoted saying, Mr. and Mrs. Harris have suffered a severe injustice. Due to threats of possible abandonment charges... They were unable to reach out to DHS for help with children who presented a serious risk of harm to the other children in their home. Upon the advice of both a psychiatrist and a pediatrician, they were forced to move the children to the home of trusted friends who had a lot of experience with children with reactive attachment disorder. It also goes on to say that Mr. and Mrs. Harris are devastated about the outcome of the decision, but faced with no good option, they did the best that they knew how. Harris also placed some of the blame on officials in the Arkansas Department of Human Services, whom he said misled them as to the abuse suffered by the girls. They said they also began sending all stipends they received to Francis's family. Faced with no help from DHS, we thought we had found a perfect solution, said Representative Harris. Francis lost his job at the school while in custody of the girls' Due to performance issues. But Harris and his wife did not take the girls back. At some point before he was arrested and after his firing, Francis and his wife gave the two girls away to another family where they were living now. The mother, who now has custody of the girls, said, I don't like that they took this path to get here, but they are home now. And they are loved and cherished. This is God's plan. They are our daughters. They are precious, precious, amazing girls and we are so blessed to have them. Um, it, I just got tingles. Like, it sucks that they had to go through so much. But it's it, from that statement, I mean, people lie. Obviously, we just heard this Justin Harris cat lying through his teeth. If that's true, then I am so happy for them that they found a loving family. You know what I mean? Every, every human being deserves love. Every human being deserves love. Matter of fact, I think every living creature deserves love. I think pets... You know, animals, I think they're all capable of love. I think they all recognize love. I think they feed off love. And former Arkansas Governor Mike Beebe, who was aware of the fact that Harris had rehomed the girls when Francis was charged in 2014, but unable to speak out at the time, as the case had not yet been made public, said, I was shocked. I'm appalled. Why would anyone go to the trouble of adopting a child and then give the child away? At the time, Democratic Party Chair Vince Insalico has called for uh, Justin Harris's resignation at the time, but Arkansas's House Speaker Jeremy Gilliam said that Harris will face no repercussions for rehoming the two girls. At this time, that situation, as far as we're concerned from the House perspective, is past tense, and we're moving forward and looking at the remainder of our calendar and finishing the month strong, Gilliam said. Mm-mm-mm. Harris confirmed this in his press conference, saying he and his wife have been cleared of all charges. You don't know what we've been through this past year, he said. You have no idea what my family has been through. I don't care what the people of Arkansas think about me, buddy. And he finished by saying, I don't care if I lose my position. I care what my wife thinks about me, and I care what my three sons think about me. Well, based on what I've heard as far as locking them in a room and and monitors and only going into the room to give her food and water, like... If they think anything good about you, then you got them fucking brainwashed, in my fucking opinion. That is some sick shit. This is a sick dude. And you'll come to find that a lot of politicians are fucked up. And you don't really know who you're fucking electing. So just for a real quick breakdown, Republican Justin Harris, Arkansas Republican Justin Harris, adopted two girls in 2013. But he gave them away to a colleague, Eric Francis, after six months, who then raped one of the girls. Francis was convicted of sex crimes in 2014 and given a 40-year sentence. Uh, Harris's role in giving the girls to a rapist only emerged in an expose by the Arkansas Times. Babysitter said they kept one girl in a room monitored by cameras because they thought the possessed girls were communicating telepathically. She said a team from Alabama performed exorcisms on the girls while the Harrises stood outside the home with their sons. But the couple deny this, of course. Harris has attempted to justify the decision to give up the girls by saying they were violent and threatened to kill his family. The foster mother who cared for the girls before the Harris family said the girls were never violent and that she warned how difficult they would be because of their past of being sexually assaulted. There you go. There's a breakdown. And there's my quick little story. I didn't want to fly under the radar. You'll you'll come to find a lot of these videos. If they're not going to be say about historical incidences or whatever, um, they're going to be stuff that I that kind of tips me a little bit and that flies like under the radar. Only local news, and then it just drops off the face of the earth. There's some. There's a lot of stories out there that don't get that exposure that they deserve, and they don't get that exposure. Well, who knows why? Your <laughs> your guess is as good as mine, right? Uh, But I hope everybody enjoyed this little video. I hope everybody's good. I hope everybody's having a great holiday season. Kiss the ones you love. Look in the mirror and say thank you. Be blessed, man. You got this. If you're going through anything, you got this. Keep your head up and chin down. You know what I mean? This has been Lights Out Radio. Yeah.
1: We attempted to make the situation work for two years because we cared deeply for the girls but we were failed by DHS. When DHS fails adopted parents, they fail the children even more. What you may have read, we reached out to DHS numerous times and we were met with nothing but hostility.
0: Well, Harris said one of the adoptive children had behavioral problems and never got help from DHS.